back to the Izzy and Alex show with myself, Izzy. And me, Alex. Where we discuss all sorts of different topics, things to do with student life, TV shows, conspiracy theories, a bit of film, bit of this, bit of that. And today, I'm really excited for this episode, actually, because it's going to create a really good discussion. And it's about a particular topic that a lot of people are experiencing right now, which is results because it was GCSE results day today as we're recording this today's Thursday and it was recently the A-level results that was last week I believe so everyone's getting their results at the moment so it's it's been all over the news and obviously it's a very strange time this year for people to get their results because of Miss Coronavirus because everyone has been given their results based on their predicted grade so it's it's very different to to normal and especially very different to when we got our results so we're going to discuss our opinion on how we feel the results have been this year like our opinion on how the government have um, made it so like what we think of people getting their predicted grades instead of doing like online exams or going off other grades and things like that and we're also going to touch upon our own experience in school when we were doing our GCSEs and when we were doing our A-levels and BTECs in college and yeah we've got some we've got some good things to discuss coming up yeah I'm really excited because um obviously this year it's like so unknown like no one knows what Mm. happened really it seems a bit of a a crazy time it is a crazy time it's just so so different it's like it's interesting to think like how how would we have handled it this year because people have handled it in different ways they've been interviewing different people on the news like there are some really upset people there are some really happy people so it's a very it's a big mixture of opinions on this isn't it yeah definitely um so yeah so obviously today is GCSE results day um Mm -hmm. and I know that a few people haven't got their BTECs yet for their I think it's like the equivalent to GCSEs so that must be a really frustrating time, not knowing where you're, which college you're going to. Um, I know. So yeah, that must be really stressful. And obviously A-levels were last week. So um, yeah, let's get into our thoughts on this current situation. Yeah, so what would you, do you feel like the government have made it so it's fair? Do you think it's fair that people are getting their results based on their predicted grade rather than other, like maybe their mocks or their I don't know their coursework that kind of thing do you feel like um well it's hard to see like the alternative like obviously yeah. like, it's such an unprecedented thing to happen like no one really knows what's going on so obviously it's really hard to say but I do think it is easier to say like, oh, this is what you're predicted and not do any exams than do the exams where you don't know the questions that they're going to ask. Yeah. You don't know what's, yeah, what's going to come up. So even if you are working at an A, you're only working at an A with what the teacher's giving you, like with what the questions that you you can prepare in, in advance. Um, obviously, apart from the mocks, because that's not always the case. Um, Because they're usually quite new um, for the mocks. But predicted grades, 
yes, it's what you're working towards, but you could see the question beforehand. And yeah. Like I could have hand. So I do think it is easier in that sense. Yeah. Because of course it is. You're not taking it an exam. Yeah. Um. So and I do think that not everyone that has got the results now would have got the same results if they had taken the exam. Because yeah. I think predicted grades, I mean, I never got my predicted grades. I was always significantly under, but that might just be my personal experience. Yeah. So for me, this would have been a lifesaver because I would have got completely different results. I don't think it would affect where I went because I love Portsmouth Uni so much and the course, but it definitely did, um, it did re yeah, it would have affected the grades I got for sure. Yeah, yeah, for me it was, I think it, it was very subject dependent, like I was predicted higher in some subjects but got lower, but then in other subjects I did, um, I did better than my predicted grades, so it was a massive mixture really, but I think overall I kind of got similar. My main things were, I did worse, much worse in my English than I was predicted, because I messed up the exam, and I think it was the same with ICT, I remember, because I was predicted, I didn't do very well on that exam either, and I was predicted a little bit higher. Um, but other than that, I don't think it would have made a massive difference, because my predicted grades, I don't, they weren't like really, really high, but they weren't significantly different to what I actually got. Um, so I'm not, yeah, so I don't think it would have affected me personally that much, but I can see why, I can definitely see why some people are upset, because it's like, they wanted the chance to say if you're predicted something quite low, they wanted the chance to do better, um, to like, yeah, they didn't get the chance to get have an exam so they could do better than predicted grades. Um, but it is just one of those situations, I feel, where you can't please everyone. So there is going to be some people that are upset. There is going to be some people that, um, that are really happy. So it, it's hard to please everyone. So in terms of like what the government's decision I kind of understand um I kind of understand like why they've done this because obviously it's it's a very tricky time um but I get I get why some people are upset but you can't like I said you can't please everyone and hopefully like I guess you've got to see it as everything will happen for a reason so if you don't get into a particular university that you wanted to get into if you're doing A levels and you didn't get the grades you might end up at another university that you end up really loving yeah I did want to just say that where I see that the government really didn't have any option but to mark people on their teacher grades or their predicted grades I do think that there was a postcode lottery and if you were from deprived areas or not from private school they were significantly marked down in a really random way and I definitely do not agree with that I think that was oh. Yeah, I think that was disgusting, and I do think it happened because it's. I mean, when you look at where the Conservatives, the majority of their party went, it is private schools, and mm. if you see where the majority of A star A students were, it was in private schools. So it just seemed to that the. I know for a fact that they lowered grades based on the school's previous years, which is ridiculous because each student is their own person. Mm. And if you're getting A's throughout the year and then you got a C and you've never got a C or never been predicted a C even in your marks, that to me seems ridiculous. 
and if the only factor is that you're not in private school mm. then yeah it just seemed re- and like yeah so that's the, that's the thing where I think the government fail people this postcode lottery however mm. saying that um I do think it's easier I just I don't know what they would have done but I feel like some sort of an exam should have happened because it just seemed that like a lot I, I worry that employees are going to see this year group and be like well they didn't get that grade they just got given that grade or they could appeal that grade so if they weren't ha- if they're not happy with their current one they could appeal it so they are happy with it that's what it sort of seems like to me and I worry that in the future mm. people might be like well they, they didn't get that grade because they didn't hopefully hopefully employers won't look at it like that hopefully they'll look at it as like it was a difficult time and we're just going to focus on like their grades that they got like their predicted grade rather than like oh they they only got that because of like the virus happened so hopefully employers won't see it like that i hope they're fair about it because otherwise it does make it slightly unfair if it affects people's chances of jobs and things um but yeah the lottery thing that is definitely very unfair and they do say you know you can retake them if you want to however it's not um it's not as simple as just retaking it it obviously costs money so like the fact that if they if they disregard people that like they did with the lottery thing people that have less money then it's harder for them to retake it because you do have to pay and also it it's it's not just money it's time like mm. yeah it's time lot- not necessarily wants to have to retake it really and a lot of um like deprived not, i hate to say deprived but less fortunate people mm. they don't have that when they go to uni they get a significant amount more of money so they can afford to study but if they're doing the a levels again they're not going to have that bursary and they're going to need a job and then who's who's saying that they can afford to take another year of no bursary mm. um it seems very unfair mm. and it's and, it, and it's yet again the conservatives proving that they're not for the for everyone but they're for the elite few yeah yeah they're definitely it's a shame that they're like that because I feel like that's affected it quite quite a lot and it's affected people's chances of retaking them if they want to retake them because it's yeah it's um money is definitely a massive factor and like the other things you said um so yeah it's, it's a tricky one isn't it because I guess you could say in some cases some people may have shot themselves in the foot a little bit because they haven't worked done all the work throughout the year so the grade might be really low so I guess that is like what we were discussing earlier um on the phone I guess that is kind of their fault um but in other cases some people have been treated um less fairly than others but that's more that's more on the government really then isn't it also what I'm really confused about is I don't know anyone like when you were at school did you know anyone that got predicted a you no Whereas you would have had, because basically A-levels and GCSEs and I think even BTECs are, um, I, I, I didn't mean that in a bad way, I just meant that I never did BTECs, so I don't know how they're graded. But um, I think they're graded with based on how everyone does as a proportion. So you would have got a U, like people 
genu genuinely would have got used because it's like they have to section it against the rest of the country. Whereas mm. this year, no one's going to be predicted to use so All the grades will be bumped up in a sense because no one's going to be... I don't know anyone that got... Personally, I never met anyone that was predicted an E or an A or, or a few people that were predicted Ds, but E's and U's. I don't remember anyone being predicted that. Maybe GCSE, but A level, definitely not. Yeah. So, but but those people would like some people would have got E's and U's because it's based on proportion of what grade you got. So if say if everyone got a hundred out of a hundred, right? Then they would all like, but then a few people got like. 90 out of 100 right they would only be 10 marks off the mm. top grade but but that might have meant that they got an EU. do you know what i mean even if everyone's super super clever someone's got to get an e and a u and i feel like no one's getting that so to say that this year is i think it's more stressful because you don't know what's happening but i do think in the yeah. long run no i i'll be surprised if anyone still has a u and an e at the end of this that was yeah. predicted an a or were predicted a c because but do you know what I mean? I just, do you know what I'm trying to say? I just think it's a lot easier to get a better grade. Yeah, yeah, I think that as well. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Um, but yeah, that's basically our opinion of it. I guess it's it's a mixture of opinions, isn't it? Because part of it, in most, for the most part, yes, the government have been have been quite unfair, like you said. In other parts, some people haven't put the work in throughout the year, so they that's kind of their fault. But in other parts, like it, some people have been treated unfairly, so it's it's a mixture, isn't it? Yeah, and also in some parts, it's what can the government do? I think some people are expecting them to know everything, but this is like you know how much I'm not a conservative voter. Like I think I've made that pretty clear, but <laughs> even I can sympathise. Like this has never happened before. Oh yeah. Like how? Like what? What? I think people are expecting them to have this amazing plan for GCSEs, but when it, it happens so quickly, mm. I think it's quite hard to be like, well, they were so unprepared, like, obviously they were unprepared, like, no one prepared for this to happen. Yeah. I think it's quite unfair to say that the system's, like, so fucked. I think yeah. the fucked thing is the, like, postcode lottery, that's fucked, and that that can be that could have not happened quite easily. Like they could have just gone on predicted grades straight away. They could have said, right, right, what the teachers say, the grades they get is what the grades, is the grades that they're gonna get. Like they could have just said that and it would have been a lot easier, but they had to make it political. But in that sense, it's also sort of, mm. it's sort of like what, like no one could have predicted this. So I think it's quite unfair to say like they had no plan because obviously of course they didn't have a plan. Like no one had a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. So it's it's an interesting mixture. But um, in terms of our personal experiences from school, um, how would you have found it if if like you were in the situation now? Um, GCSEs, I would have done so much better. Mm. Um, like so much because the school that I was at they did tend to sort of, to boost you to do well, they used to sort of predict you a bit higher than mm. maybe they should, or maybe they did genuinely believe, I don't know, it's hard to say. But yeah, I definitely got predicted a few A's and I didn't get any A's. 
overall. So I would have like definitely done better. Yeah, I think in terms of my GCSEs, it would have been around. It would have been around the same. Like I said, it depended on each subject. But I remember the mocks that I did bad and what because I did quite bad in the, in the subject I found the most difficult. I did quite bad in the mocks for those. So I think I was predicted quite them but then did well in the GCSE so I think it would have affected those subjects but in other subjects it would have I would have maybe done a bit better um because there was somewhere like would I just didn't do well in the the actual exam as well as I did in the in the mock so in terms of GCSEs um I did a BTEC in college so it wouldn't have really in terms of like everything that's happened it wouldn't have really affected that because I could have just done um the coursework at home because uh, quite a lot of it was written the only difference is, is there'll be no practical work so it's like that I do feel bad for BTECs in that sense because if you're doing a really if you're doing a practical course like what we talked about earlier mm-hmm. on that if you're making a show reel you need practice and something practical you could be doing I don't know anything like performing arts or engineering you need to practice that and you have to do a lot of practical work for those sorts of things so you Obviously, with everything that's going on, we, they can't. They've missed out on a lot of practice time. So it's in terms of grades, I don't think BTECs are massively affected. But in terms of like practice and their skills, they are affected because they've not been able to do the practical stuff for such a long time. Um, but in terms of A levels, would it affect, would it have affected you that much? Um, I was predicted higher than I got, so I was predicted a B C C. Yeah. Um, and I got CCD, so actually it's quite a lot. Like it was a little bit higher, but um, Portsmouth was always my favourite choice. Like I even went to, because I was planning to reach, because my um my AS level was so bad. I was like, if I really like a uni and it, they're predicted all A's, then I will. I was gonna and like try and retake my AS levels and so do like a one year out. But then I looked at all the unis and Portsmouth was my favourite anyway. So. In the long run, it wouldn't have affected um, where I went to uni. I, I really don't think. I think I would have always gone to Portsmouth. Um, but it would have made, I guess, it would. Have, I would have got different grades, definitely. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. So while we're on our school experience, do you have, um, do you have any funny stories from your GCSEs, or like where there are particular subjects that you struggled in, or were there particular subjects that you found you did like really really well and that you loved? Yeah, I was I was definitely that that student. I was like I was like really bad at a few subjects and then average in most and then really good in a few. Like I think yeah. you had that. Yeah, I was a bit like that. I was really good at one subject, like which was RE. That was my best subject and. And then the ones I probably found the hardest was maths and art. Did find history hard, but I dropped that so it really count. And I see in terms of like English, um, English was a weird one because I did really well in like the essays, but I didn't do as well in the exams, especially on the actual exams. I did all right in the mocks, but for the exams, um, I didn't do as well for the actual exams. And ICT and science, I was much, much better at the coursework than the exams. So they were all kind of average, whereas RE was the only high grade. Yeah, um, 
Well, in, to be fair, in terms of like my actual results, I got like eight Bs and two Cs. So that was pretty, pretty as average as you can get. Mm. Um, but I was always predicted higher in like English and uh, yeah. drama. I was predicted a lot higher than what I actually got. So I'd say that I was better at that. But I think, you know what it is? I think with me, when I think I'm good at something, I, I focus on the other. So like, for example, I was always quite bad at maths and IT. So I ended up getting C's in that because I put all my effort into mm. that because I knew I was bad. But then that meant I got B's in the things that I was good at. Yeah, I get so I ended up being quite an average. Mm. One. But if I didn't put that effort into maths and IT, I would have got like E's or U's or whatever in those. Yeah. And I would have got like A's or A stars in like English and yeah. maybe, maybe not A stars, but I would have got, I think I could, I think if I really tried in English and drama like really 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 put all my effort into it then I probably I might have been able to get a better grade I don't know yeah no I get you I did that as well I was so 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 shy at maths I found maths so hard I did not I I couldn't care less about science I just did the coursework really well and I was like I got I got a d in the end overall I didn't care about science at all because I didn't have I knew I didn't have to do it again and I knew I wasn't doing anything in college to do with science. So I kind of, I literally did the, I didn't even revise for science. I just didn't bother. I focused more on, I wanted to get my art. I basically wanted to get everything else, but but science was the ones I least cared. I thought, because that would have been like at least five. Art took up a lot of time. And I wanted to get well because it took up so much time. I was like, I need to pass this. Otherwise, like, this is just going to be a waste of time. It took so long to do all the, the coursework for that. And I really, really wanted to get my maths. Um, I wasn't too worried about English because I was, I was all right at English. Um, and I had my, my mum's an English teacher, so I had her to help me at home. So I was quite, I wasn't too bad at English, whereas maths, like literally no, no one in my family is good at maths at all. Like it just doesn't run in the family. Like we, we're all so shy at maths. So yeah I found math so hard so I had to spend like hours doing like extra like extra work for that I do I had to like go to tutoring for it on the weekend and then like do extra lessons of it like after like during lunchtime of school because I just didn't want to have to do it again I think that's what motivates I guess that's what's what was motivating was like I do not want to spend college not that there's anything wrong with doing it again like if you have to you have to but I really didn't want to have to look at it again. Yeah, it's just more more stress, isn't it? That you know that yeah. you just want a fresh start at college. You don't want to be thinking about what you did. No, I leave that behind. So I don't, I don't want to look at algebra when I'm in college. Like no, no. <laughs> exactly. No. Um, one subject that I was awful at, but I didn't do it at GCSE, um, was art. That was <laughs> always my worst subject. And you were talking about funny stories. So this is like the one that I always remember when I think back to like my school days. Um, I don't know about you, but in our art, we used to have to show the teacher what we'd done that day because she was going around like, she didn't have time to go around everyone. Like, mm. in London. so she'd go, like, she'd, so like one week she'd like sit, sit with a certain table, then the next week, like she'd go around like that, but like she'd, she'd mm. give, a, give a general glimpse. Like she wasn't like, completely like not that but like she would just focus on certain certain like tables in a lesson just to you know just to see and um but we always had to show but because of that we always had to show 
our books at the end of the lesson um, just so that she like knew that we weren't messing around and that we were actually like doing the work and one lesson it was like we had to draw a shoe yeah and I like I knew that it didn't look the best but I really really tried like the most effort I ever put into art because like it really just worked you know some people like they can literally just draw and then that's it I have a real like I just can't get the perspective yeah it is hard like art be glad that you didn't pick it for GCSE because it is so so hard like I don't know why I was like I wasn't I wasn't awful but I was just I was just average so I was like C not that C is average but like do you know what I mean I wasn't there were like people in the class that were like Picasso (laughs) like amazing and they got like A stars I wasn't at that level I was like on a C like just about to scrape a C like I'd be lucky if I was to scrape a C in it kind of level so I don't really know why I picked I picked it because I it was like a creative subject and I liked I wanted to I liked I liked drawing, but for GCSE, bloody hell, it's, it takes up so much time. I just used to sit here for hours just doing, like, mood boards um, and, like, buying loads of acrylic paints and all that shite, like, paint, like, the equipment, because they don't really, like, if you're doing it at home, you need, to, you need like, all the stuff, which costs a lot of money. Uh, just it literally took up hours and a funny story that I have which literally I was like oh my god I'm gonna gonna go crazy was when the art teacher like he came to get me in the lesson he and it, this was like two days before all my exams because the art exam you do that before the I don't know if it's different for all schools but the, at, in my school you do the art exam first we did it like weeks before um weeks before our other exams I guess because it's like it took up a lot of time they wanted to get out of the way and it was just kind of like a normal exam you you pick a particular subject or topic that you want to base your project on mine was eyes so my exam was like in a in like a time window you walk in like you have to be quiet and like sit far apart and stuff it was like treated like a normal exam so we had to like work on our project in that time and there was also loads of coursework to go with it, like mood boards and all that stuff. And the teacher came and got me when I was like in another lesson. He was like, I'm really sorry, but you're gonna have to do you're gonna have to do more like mood boards because you like you haven't you're not on a C level yet. And I really wanted to at least get a C because otherwise I wouldn't have that many GCSEs. So art was definitely one that I wanted to at least get a C in. So I remember that night I literally just stayed up all night just doing like just drawing loads of stupid eyes to try and like do enough to get to get a C and it was so, it was so hard but luckily I managed to get a C. Oh that's good. Yeah but it was so it was so difficult and it, it took up so much time and it's really funny as well I remember the um I remember it was around the time of like uh the general election like the other one. Oh yeah yeah so I remember having that on like the telly and like just drawing all these stupid eyes <laughs> so annoying um, so random but yeah that was like the most stressful thing yeah I, I wasn't expecting that because the whole point of doing that the art beforehand was to get it out of the way before the rest of the exams I was just like are you joking <laughs> no you have to, yeah oh god yeah that was, that so was 
Okay. Yeah, so we always had to show our work. And yeah, so this um, one day I was like, yeah, I really tried. And I showed her the work and she was like, this is awful. Like, you'll need detention. <laughs> like, I literally got detention for like drawing. Oh. In our, like literally. So I literally, I was like, no, but I was like really trying. She was like, and stop with, she was like, stop with the back chat. Stop with the like sarcastic comments. So if you're listening, my old art teacher, I, I, we can't really name names, but you know who you are and you're a little bitch. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she was horrible. She was like the worst teacher. Art teachers are really 50-50. You, can, you get really nice ones or you get really harsh ones. My mum was really harsh. Yeah, my first art teacher was lovely that I had in like year seven. And then the one after that was just like, she only cared if you like were good at art, like. Yeah, that's exactly what mine was like, literally. But really, yeah. they should just like. Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine if you only cared if a maths teacher only cared about the people that were good at maths. Like, that would never happen. Yeah, some art teachers like expect you to be some fucking Picasso. It's just like I'm not. I'm fired. It's hard if you're not like. If you're not art's one of those things, isn't it? If you're not naturally a good drawer, it's it's really hard. Yeah. Like there are some people that like I definitely wasn't like this at all, but there were just some people in that class that could literally just draw anything and it'd be like amazing. You just get some people like that. It's one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, it's so annoying, isn't it? So just stupid Picassos. Yeah, they can fuck <laughs> off. If you can draw, you can fuck off. This podcast is for non drawers. So, um, in terms of like subjects you liked, was drama one of them? Yeah, so I was like such a drama bitch. Like, I was like, (laughs) oh, I, but I I was like the arrogant kid. Like, oh my God, you would have hated me. I was always like, I remember in primary school, um, so I, every year, I, not every year, but there was like a couple of years where I got the main part, like a few, like a few years in a row, um, and then I was just like Jack and Jack and the Beanstalk, and then the year after that, they were like, "Oh, Alex, like you know, you've been like the main part in a few things. Like you should probably, like you might not get a, like the main part this year." And I was like, "But I'm better than everyone else." <laughs> I literally remember saying that, and I was like, "But you little kid. <laughs> I was like, why does that matter? Like, why does it matter that I've had it like more because I'm better, like I'm better than everyone else?" <laughs> and I was like, I'm the only actor in the school. I literally remember saying that in year five. Like, how horrible is that? Ugh, that's so disgusting. That's so... <laughs> but that's so not me now, but like, oh my God. So yeah, I was like, definitely cocky with it. And then when it, but obviously we never used to get marked that much in, like at high school I was, because I did the school play. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't like that in high school, by the way, that was like primary school in high school because I did the school play I don't know if it was like that at your school but if you like helped out in the drama department and yeah. you basically got a, a really high grade yeah, yeah. You know they, they, did you get graded in like year seven to nine I kind of can't remember I remember you, you would you would do like like mock exams sometimes and like in year nine you did actually as well yeah so in drama like we got graded but it was basically if you did so I got like an a star like predict like working at level an a star um Mm. 
because I literally just helped out. Yeah. So, so when it came to GCSE, mm. for the first time that they actually proper like critiqued your work, I was just like not having any of it. I thought I was it. Like I never chatted back or anything like that. Like I wasn't. Like I always took the the feedback um, like constructively. But in the back of my head, I was like, no, like I know that I'm better than that. It's like, oh, it was awful. But then I feel like I finally got to at A level, realised that I wasn't <laughs> as good as I perhaps because I was like thought I was it. I really wasn't taking it in as much as I could have. So then, yeah, that's sort of why I didn't do drama anymore because I sort of realised that maybe it wasn't, maybe I wasn't yeah. good enough as I thought I was. But then at that point, it, was, it might have been too late. Hmm. Oh, no, I get you. So drama was like your favorite. So I loved um, I loved um, RE. That was my favorite. Yeah. Um. Did you do RE? No, we never. We didn't really have to. Really? It was, it, was like, it was optional, but I picked it because um, it was the subject I did. I always did the most well in, like even the mocks and stuff, and came out with an A. In the end, I just I genuinely like found it really interesting. That's so good. I remember with us, it was sort of like um, it was put with history and geography, and they really encouraged us to do history and geography. So not like only like ten people did RA, yeah. like not really like really not a lot of people did RA. I dropped history. I did it for about five minutes, and I was like, um, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, I did, like, one mock exam. I was like, nah, this is, like... Because they didn't teach... I think what's this is, like, a whole different topic we could discuss. <laughs> but, like, we did history that's just so, like, not, like, interesting or, like, things that we should be learning about. I don't know if it's like that with schools now, but I feel like some history that they teach in schools is just so not educational. They should teach things that are more educational. They should teach, like... They should teach subjects in history, uh, like periods of time in history that are more that would be more beneficial to now. Yeah, I was really lucky actually with what we got taught because we did like one of ours. I mean, the main part was like World War Two, which I guess is relevant, but the amount of detail that you go into World War Two mm. is ridiculous because it is helpful to see like why we are the way that we are. Like, I guess, but. The ones that I re- we did like American like the civil rights movement and we did suffragettes. Mm. Yeah, so, so that's important. Whereas like we we didn't do any of that. I can't it was I can't even remember what we did, but I just know that it wasn't. And like I I wanted to have more. I used the history lessons to focus on the other subjects. So I would do like maths. I would just sit sit and do my like maths work in my in my history lesson instead. Is it really? Oh my god, I can't imagine you doing that. Like that's quite rebellious. Well, I was able to because I because I dropped it. I still had to go to the lesson, but because the teacher knew that I dropped it, she said, because um, I said my reason for dropping it was to like focus on the other subjects that I was struggling in. So she no, she was fine. So it wasn't like rebellious because she I was allowed to do that because although I did do that for PE because in year eleven you could get away with that. You could just be like, oh, I need to revise and just get out of PE. So I, I literally didn't do PE for like the last three months of school. Yeah, no, I, I don't remember doing PE like at the end. No. Oh, I, got... thought, I thought you meant that um, like you were doing history and you were like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm going to do my maths. I think maybe I started to, but 
I mean, the te- it was clear that I was not interested. Like, I'd never looked that interested in history in the lesson. And then no, the teacher was like, I still had to go to the lesson. The teacher was like, just do, like, just, like, do other work. As long as you were doing work, some sort of work, um, like, they can't really tell you off. Because that's why I dropped it, just to focus on other work. So, um, no, but I used, to, I used to sit with my friend in history, though, when we, we wouldn't really do much, to be fair. But um, we used to sit and chat for a long time. But I did do maths. I did do a yeah, bit of maths. That's fair. Yeah, I hated PE. I never, I never like. Oh, I hated PE so much. I was like, that was actually my worst. I used to yeah. dread like having to do PE. I don't know what it was. It was just. I think what it is because school, PE in school is always like competitive sports, but not everyone likes that. It's like I'd rather just do like a bit of something. Like whenever we did something fun, like just a bit of badminton or a bit of. Um, a bit like we used to do some. We had this really nice teacher that came for like a few months. Cause I think she was like temporary. And she would do, she would take like all the girls and do like a dance aerobics. And that was really fun because it wasn't like competitive. It was just like a bit of fun. So that's where, that's why I think we probably hate PE because like, did you really want to do like competitive rugby, like out on the field or anything like that? No, well, I didn't mind the competitive ones. I just wanted to be with the girls. I thought the, the boys were too harsh. Yeah, yeah. The, that's another thing as well. Like the boys... I hate being, but I don't want to sound sexist, but like the boys would always be more like they would take it to like much more seriously. It's like I don't want to take it seriously. I just want, I want it just to be a bit of fun. Yeah, with me, it wasn't even that. I just felt like I was never like, like in my school, it really mattered. If you were good at a sport, then yeah. you were like instantly popular. Like it could be any, if you were on any sort of team, you were yeah. like, very like so I was like and I used to always like try that was the thing like some people just didn't try and I was oh, like I but I used to really try and like I was always like sort of okay but then like not very good if that makes sense I don't know how yeah. to explain it like so I, I used to just get really frustrated yeah no I get you no I, I literally didn't try but the PE teachers weren't they were like they were so harsh and I did find this sounds like I don't want to sound like really big to me but I found some sports were really difficult because I'm short like if but when we were doing basketball like how am I supposed to reach <laughs> like you know what I mean and they'd be like oh you're not fitting it in the hoop it's like I can't fucking reach it mate I just imagine you doing high jumps that must have been yeah. well, like, you just <laughs> And there was things like bench ball that was really hard if you're if you're short because like you're you're trying to like get the people on the bench to catch the ball but then the people in front are like twice your height <laughs> so they're obviously going to catch it so how are you meant to get on the bench like it was such bullshit yeah that must have actually been so difficult like, that was what's annoying because then a lot of the times I was trying like, I just struggled but they would like see it that I wasn't trying yeah so that yeah. was annoying. it's like yeah. That was what's annoying about about PE. And weren't French uh, teachers always the worst? Sorry, I just, re- re- like, just feel like, because um, oh, yeah. you're on about, like, annoying teachers, like, in PE. French teachers, I always found, you either, you either got lovely ones, 
who are like so pure and innocent and like nice. And yeah, then you've got the bitches, and I'm just like, fuck off, like. Yeah, stop. I had this really one. She was so jarring. She would give us like, she would give us homework sheets, but they were like these really, really top, like shitty ones, and the writing was like so small you couldn't even see it. Oh, some French teachers literally get in the bin. There's this one that I have in, in my mind, and she was just always so moody and like so. She didn't make any effort to make it what she was no. teaching. In, and she always used to shout. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time I got so bored. Like, I finished the test and I started doodling and <laughs> handed it in. And she's like, This is not professional to doodle on your. And I was like, Well, maybe to like make your fucking lessons more interesting so I don't have to doodle on my fucking. Like, it wasn't a proper test, like. Just to let you, it wasn't like a proper test, or like it wasn't like a little class test. Yeah, it was like a class test. Or so, I don't know. I just remember it wasn't that important. And then I just, and then she was like, and she was like, she like showed the class, and I was like, you're just being a bitch now. <laughs> I was just, I was just used to use Google Translate for my homework. Oh no! See, we weren't. We literally like we weren't allowed to, but I just did it anyway. And there was one time like. I just did like a whole, <laughs> I did like a whole paragraph. I wouldn't say I was a rebel, but I didn't really care. And um, I did like um, a whole paragraph just using Google Translate. And the only thing she wrote on it was, are you sure this is your own work? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and I was like, oh, yeah, it is. Because <laughs> I used to love French. Like, I was such a language. That's another one I really liked, actually, but... I hated it, it but I think it was a teacher. A, yeah, I hated it, but I didn't really have any good French teachers. To be fair, there was one really nice one, um, but I just didn't really. Yeah, it wasn't really, wasn't really for me. Yeah, I barely, I barely speak English. So. <laughs> My GCSE French teacher was really, really good, actually. Just, yeah. In case you, I mean, they're definitely not going to listen, but in case my GCSE one is like thinking that she was like, no, it was like before that. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't, like I don't want to like get beat. Like, I don't care how to beat with that other one. Like she's horrible, but yeah. my GCSE ones were so nice. Did you ever? Were you like? Um, I didn't really plan on discussing this, but like, did you ever do anything naughty in school? Oh my god, I've got one in mind that I've just remembered. But oh yeah, my god, it's so bad. Um, and it's not that bad. Oh, it's quite bad. <laughs> um, I'll just. This is like the naughtiest thing I've ever done. So it was my thirteenth birthday. Mm. We were abroad, like on a school trip, mm. like for a week in France, somewhere in France. And um, my roommates were like, I can't remember what happened, but basically there wasn't an argument, but we just got like. I can't remember what, oh my God, this is such a great story. I can't remember. No, but I remember like the the, the rest of it. Um, for some reason, I, I didn't want to sleep in my room. Mm. And I wanted to sleep in the room next door. Mm. Don't know why, I just did. But I literally can't remember. And so it, it was like, um, yeah, so it's like, I just had a party and I was like, but you know, like a kid's party. And then so I think my roommate was being really annoying. But I don't want to say that in case he wasn't, but I, I think he was. So I stayed in another room which had a spare bed. Mm. And it would have been fine and I would have gotten like completely away with it. But mm. it just happened to be like a fire alarm that night. Yeah. 
but for the side of the root, the building where my original um where my original one was but not where I was sleeping because mm. otherwise it would have been fine because I would have just gone out in the fire alarm and Mm. You know I mean, but I was like still fast asleep. Yeah. And yeah, so they were like, oh my God, like it was me and this other guy actually that had like like swapped rooms. Yeah. Not swapped rooms, but like gone out of our room. Like we were shared, there was three people and I remember like two of us went and this one guy stayed. And I think we fell out with him, but I don't know. I don't can't remember. So anyway, so there was this massive hunt and it was around the time, I don't know if you remember, but this like French school girl had got, like gone missing. Mm. <laughs> they thought that we, I mean I can laugh about it now but like it's not really guilty it's more that I'd be like abducted but I mean, this guy this other guy had been abducted because like we, we we just weren't in our rooms and then they went around all the other ones that like where the firearm hadn't been but like just like sort of like peeking in mm. and they found us and they didn't tell us until like breakfast the next morning and then in front of everyone they were like um yeah you you can get your breakfast last because you've um you like like I remember them just shouting like you could have been abducted like really shouting in my face and I was I, I read like at the time I didn't realize like how serious it was but I kind of just thought that everyone was overreacting a bit but now I can see like if I was that teacher oh my god it would have been so yes so yes. Whole, and then so that day we were going back to England and mm. I remember I had to sit like next to the teacher <laughs> and like on the whole way back and it was like it was so embarrassing I was like I really didn't want to do it. But apart from that, I was, like, quite a good child. Yeah. It was just because <laughs> I just wanted to sleep in other, someone else's room. But yeah, that was probably, like, the, the worst thing I ever did. What about you? Um, I was all right in secondary school. I, I didn't really... I wasn't a rebel. I just didn't really... If I didn't care about a subject, I just wouldn't really try. I'd just kind of, like... But the teachers weren't very good either at school because I went to two different schools. So the first one, I never did anything bad, but I just kind of didn't really care. But I was very, just very quiet, really. And then in the second school, I just, my mum was a teacher there. So like, if I had, if I did anything bad, then, then she would know. So like, I, I was, I did like, it did nothing. I was, I was really, really, um, I was such like a, a goody goody in the second school because I knew I'd get in trouble if I'd, like, done anything really bad. Yeah. But it was more in primary school. I was, like, a bit of a little shit. Oh, really. Yeah, I was so good in primary school. It was, like, late. Yeah. At college, I was awful, actually. I, I completely forgot. I, like, if I didn't want to do a speech, say if I hadn't done the work, I'd just, like, skip, like, skive with my friends. And, like, we'd, <laughs> get, we'd just get drunk. Like, someone was, like, 18. Yeah. And, like, they would just buy alcohol and we'd just get drunk, like, in a park. Or one time we watched, like, a film and we got drunk in the cinema. <laughs> so funny but like in primary school I was like good as gold <laughs> oh, so we like to do a little bit of a section on things we think about in the shower which we've not done for a few episodes oh, yeah we, no, we really haven't no um, but we thought we'd close this off by doing one this week I guess we'll begin this question with like what did you want to do when you were doing your GCSEs what were, did you have a set career path We'll start off with that. Um, I didn't have a set career path. Like, I didn't know what... I just knew I wanted to be an actor. Like, that was, like, the big, mm. big thing that I wanted to do. Um, and I, I, I just... I remember they... Like, I remember they asked us the question for, like, the year before, whatever. 
And I remember put, I wanted to be an actor, but like in EastEnders. Like that was my dream. <laughs> and like looking at Hollywood, just like, just EastEnders. And yeah, yeah but in A-level, that was when I sort of realised that it wasn't for me as much. Like, I just basically realised that I just wasn't very good at the criticism. Yeah, because you were very confident, but you say that you were maybe overly confident. I mean, from the age of four, I mean, my parents were really, really good at like sort of like saying if something if something was good or bad, like they would say like they would like sort of keep me like level headed. But my mm. teachers or like my like at stagecoach or like whatever were always really like they were really like oh you're amazing and I used to win like quite a lot of the awards because. I was, I've always been like quite a confident kid and like, so I think to show the other kids how to like act on stage as well, they would always give me like awards. So not, that sounds so big headed, but you know what I mean? Like, so from the age of four, I was yeah. told that you were like, I was like really good and like, I had a lot of potential da, 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 and all that. And then, so when it came to like actually being judged against other people who were always confident, Mm. it was sort of like oh shit like maybe I'm not the best anymore and I really regret dropping drama now because I feel like I did it for like the wrong reasons like I should have used that bad grade and like let it inspire me to do like to do to like be better but I still was like no I'm not I'm like I'm so bad at it now but Mm. also at the same time I just think I was so bad at like handling criticism like Mm. I feel like if if I could go back and be me who I am now I would really want to do drama again just to like sort of like take everything on board but the way I was then I I don't think I think maybe it was the right decision I don't know but yeah Yeah. I really wanted to be an actor because it's interesting like where would we be now like where would you be now if you picked drama and I was the complete opposite to you because I wish I was in a sense more like you in school because I wanted to I think I did YouTube, but privately, so I wouldn't post public videos. But whenever we went on holiday, I would vlog it and things like that. Or I would just do, like, stupid things and in my bedroom and stuff, but never upload it publicly. But part of me wishes that that I was more, like, I was as confident as you were and just didn't care um, about what other people thought because I would be, like, my YouTube channel that I have, it might be further than it is it would be bigger than it is now if I started earlier and just didn't care because it's a shame that like I really enjoyed it but was too like embarrassed when I shouldn't have been embarrassed because if I enjoyed it I should have just not cared and uploaded it um yeah because I wanted to do something in front of the camera I liked making content basically hence why I picked media in college I was torn between that and hair and beauty but I realized hair and beauty I didn't love it enough like I enjoyed it but I didn't love it enough to want to do it as like a a full-on career so I I headed more towards um, media I loved film I loved tv and I liked making my own videos but it was it's a shame that I wasn't as confident as you in a sense because I might I guess everything happens for a reason but I'd be a lot because I'd been doing it for longer I might be a lot further than I am now but I guess probably wouldn't change anything but it's a shame that I was I cared too much what other people thought but do you think you could have handled the criticism if you did do it publicly? No, because no, I was, I was, I still am, but I was way, way too sensitive. I hate, I, I cared, I cared too, so much what anyone 
thought like I hated even being asked I hated public speaking like when we had to do our speaking and listening thing in English where you had to like give a like a short presentation or not a speech but like if say when you do I don't know if you had to do this but we had to do work experience in year 10 oh yeah and we had to like write about it and then talk about it in front of the class I remember we had to do that and I just I just like cried beforehand I was like I'm not doing I just can't do it but I did it in the end but like I hated even doing little things like that or like even if we had to read um if the teacher asked you like to read something out loud like I hated that was like the worst nightmare so no I probably I wouldn't have been able to have it because I was the type of kid that was like I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because then no one could no one's going to bully me if I just keep my mouth shut and don't say anything ever like no one could judge me it was like that was in my head but that's like, so interesting because now obviously you have your YouTube channel you've presented <laughs> like live TV so it's not even that you can't even do it in front of an audience now because you can so what do you think that's changed because I think that's going to be so helpful to mm. people listening like who are like you I guess maybe it came with age and maybe the more I did it the more the easier it got I suppose um it wasn't really until um I guess I I became a bit more confident in college because I never did that well in school I wasn't like a grade like an A star student so like when I went to college and actually was making content in college and actually getting and getting distinctions and doing really really well I think I became more confident in that because I was actually doing well at something. So that definitely boosted it. And then when I got to uni, I guess I was a bit older, a bit more mature. So I kind of cared a bit less. And um, after like I presented the first thing, it made me more confident to present the second thing. I still get really nervous, but it made me more confident to present the second thing. And then when it got to about... Um, when it got to about end of maybe end of first year I was like do you know what I need to just I need to just do it like post public videos otherwise like if I keep putting it off or like if I care too much what other people think and then I'll always then I'll always wonder like oh what if I I did that because I did enjoy it but yeah so I guess I guess my advice would be just do it like just don't don't put it off any longer just do it because the more once you upload that first video or once you've presented that first thing or, or whatever it is you want to do or like being in your first theatre show or whatever, once you've done it once, like you'll want to do it more and more again. And the more you do it, the easier it will get, I suppose. And I think it does come with age a bit um, as well because you, you're less judged at... You kind of get judged for like your whole life, really, but... You're less judged when you, when you go to university. Everyone's an adult, so you do get judged less. Um, whereas school, like school, I can understand why people would be scared to do it in school because it like school is judgmental. It is very judgmental. Like I noticed that like a lot of people in my year group and in other year groups, like I noticed like after school, after school finished, after everyone left school, especially in my year that's when a lot of people like started like coming out and things like that because they cared they weren't in school anymore so they they felt like less judged and stuff so yeah I think school's just I think once you've left school I think you care less what people think because you're not in school anymore but it's it is hard in school because like kids are horrible oh yeah no definitely I think one thing that I always 
I remember I used to always think is that like not think that like used to say like everyone does get nervous and like even me like being really confident but there's like a difference between like the good nerves and the bad nerves and I think that's with age or with whatever with like doing like putting yourself out there more you do sort of like start to realize that um because I think something that makes you more nervous is the fact the fact that you think oh everyone's like like no one else is like nervous like because people used to come to me like at CH Twitch and be like how are you like how are you not nervous and I was like oh, well I am like inside I was like really nervous but you just sort of use that to be like as mo as like adrenaline like the nerves sort of turn into yeah. adrenaline and then you just like stop thinking about it really but yeah, yeah. like everyone does get nervous but like I think you would be so like even when we did like live, even when we do live TV now, like I, I only did once. I don't know why I said that, but you, um, like you would get a bit of like buzz. Like you wouldn't be human if you didn't, but you wouldn't be to the point yeah. where you can't say your words or do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So it's normal to be nervous, but don't don't let it don't let it stop you. See, I guess see being nervous as a good thing. Exactly, yeah. It's like it's turning it into adrenaline, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's um. This episode is super long. So right. this is one of our longest ones, but we just have so much to talk about. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. So I think that's all we have um time for today. But I've really enjoyed this episode. We've got a good discussion going. Um, but let us know what you think in the comments or DM us. How did you do in your results? Are you happy? Obviously, don't let it define you because it does define you. Um, everything happens for a reason, and I'm sure you'll go on to do whatever you want to do regardless. There's always options. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah. So, thank you guys for watching. I've been Izzy. I've been Alex. And this has been the Izzy and Alex show, and we will see you next Friday. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.